Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, LT Thornton, and I am joined by the world's greatest co-host guy. Whoa! Mr. Steve Woods. Hey! Holler for you. Welcome back, LT. Welcome, Welcome back, back, listeners. Yes, so happy to have you guys. Look, guys, our mission on the Talk Cast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news and nerd reviews whether that involves movies tv video games D, science comic books <laughs> anime whatever else we think because we will cover it because being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is i'm trying that voice out again yeah. i didn't kill my kill yeah. my throat this time after uh, the, our test <laughs> <laughs> well man we got a lot of stuff to talk about today so much to talk about today, guys. We've got a full docket. Let me just give you a brief overview of what we are going to talk about on this episode, and it'll lead us right into our stories. So, a few of the things that we're going to talk about. Chris Evans is back. What, what? As Captain America, potentially. What, what, what? I don't know. We're going to discuss it. You know, what, what that means. Uh, Zack Snyder's four-hour Justice League. Uh, movie, not miniseries. Mm-hmm. He confirmed it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna touch base on it. We got some uh interesting details about Mortal Kombat. Gonna gonna have some takes on that. There was an HBO Max teaser last week as well that showcased a few different things, including Godzilla versus Kong. So we're gonna touch base on that a little bit. But Steve, I want to go right into our main story here. And uh, that is that Kevin Smith, uh, I believe on a podcast, and I forget who it was that he was talking to, but he confirmed the possibility with a wink and a nod that we may be getting the sequel series to Batman the Animated Series. What do you think about that? Listen, first of all, Batman the Animated Series is one of my favorites, uh, both aesthetically and for... The character design and the the stories and the introduction of some uh, some rogues to the Batman. Yes. Uh, we, I, you know, I don't think we've talked about that, but that's that's something that uh, came from the animated series and you know just took off. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Let me let me say this though, Animaniacs is on HBO Max's. No, it's on Hulu, but it's also redone from that same era, and I'm not, I I just don't want to see the Batman animated series with that CGI generated animation. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to avoid that, because I just think that updated kind of, um, kind of computer graphic feel is just a result of budget. I don't know if you're going to get a studio to like throw yeah. all this extra money and resources into, you know, painted backgrounds, art deco, like the original Batman animated series was. I right. just don't, I just think that was probably lost in its time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I, but the question, yeah. The, the thing is the Batman, the animated series, for those that don't know, was actually painted and drawn on black media. And that's what gives it that awesome aesthetic. 
right? And that's what I feel like made it stick around for so long, too. It's just completely different. It wasn't, it was all hand-drawn. It was all great. And I just don't want to lose that. And if we, if it can't be the same in that vein, then I don't, then why even call it the animated series? You could call it something else. But if you can't go back to that and give us that same feeling, mm-hmm. is it really Batman the Animated Series is what I'm asking. Well, the hallmark, even more so than the art style, the hallmark of Batman the Animated Series was that it did, uh, it had great stories. It did. It really did. Great writing. Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, uh, that, that kind of Bruce Tim verse. Yeah. Uh, it really had such a strong uh, look, but also a strong feel for like the characters. It bumped up characters like Mister Freeze and Two Face. It gave it, it basically invented Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, and you see what she's blown up to. So, I really think if the writing team stays intact, you know, you could really have something really strong and really great. Uh, and actually, I just thought about this point. Uh, it's probably going to go back to what the latter half of Batman the Animated Series art style was because you you notice it started with a very you know matte painted mm-hmm. art deco all that stuff but it, clo- it slowly evolved to the uh, more simplistic style you know Batman's just black and gray sure um, you know the unfortunate uh, rendering of 90s mullet Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing. <laughs> I, I will never get over that. Uh, they should correct that. Give that man a haircut. He does not need 90s mullet. Uh, <laughs> but like, even in later shows, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. I think they even did a uh, uh, a Justice League movie more recently in the last like two years that was in that kind of Justice League art style. So. It's probably going to be that updated art style for Batman. I don't know if they're going to go back to that original aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope that they try, and I hope that all the voice actors come back too. I think you would lose mm-hmm. something if you don't have Kevin Conroy. Like I said, if you don't if you don't do a lot of that of what they did in the original series, then just don't call it that. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I would also like to see them tackle, like if it's just going to be a Batman animated series revival, I would like them to stick to all the canon that they did before, but I would love to see them tackle some of the updated Batman stories. Court of the Owls, uh, the Joker when he got his fa- when he cut his face off, um, maybe even some of the Dark Knight's metal stuff if they're like really going into Batman and some of the other larger DC universe. I would love to see them incorporate some of the more recent mm. Batman stories into that original animated series. Yeah, that's style. a good idea. I, I and I don't want it to sound like I'm not totally into this because I am. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I'm not going to watch it. I mean, oh yeah, it's like so. It's 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 Batman TAS baby. Right. It's BTAS. You don't uh, you don't run away from that. <laughs> no, you <That's>, do not. <laughs> you sit down day one and you watch every bit of it. Agreed. <laughs> So HBO Max is obviously making a lot of moves. They also released a teaser that gave some kind of quick flashes to some things. Ugh, uh, it did. Yeah. 
there was one uh, that really stood out to me, and it was in this teaser they showed a, it was a quick shot, but it was King Kong, who was the same size, if not bigger, than Godzilla. Bigger. Definitely. Laying, just laying a dookie haymaker on Godzilla. <laughs> gonna be fantastic exactly dude and it's right uh, around the corner this is april 16th yes uh i don't know what else happened in the teaser my eyes rolled in the back of my head and i blacked out <laughs> out of the sheer awesome of seeing consciousness here's something uh i'd have to go back and look to see what episode of the nerd smash talk cast it was but i feel like we predicted that size of, of Kong. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, Kong couldn't be the, the, the size that he was in Skull Island. Yeah. It's too small. Like, Godzilla was skyscrapers tall, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's that's not fair. I think they made Kong bigger to give him some of the size advantage going into the fight. Yeah. Because Godzilla has a breath weapon, and that's going to give him, you know, obviously he, he's got distance. Yeah. So Godzilla, or King Kong is going to need to come in tight, <laughs> close the gap. And then Kimbo lay a couple slice. kidney shots. Yeah, well, <laughs> true. Kimbo was more of a striker, but you know he's gonna need to come in close and get a couple kidney shots on Godzilla, crumple him. Uh, <laughs> did you see the poster that was released today? Uh, yes. Of uh, it was King Kong standing in the city and Godzilla's fins coming. Yeah, yeah. one yeah, shall yeah, fall. Yeah, yeah. Man. and. Talkcast, we are getting a Godzilla versus King Kong trailer Oof. on Sunday, I yeah, believe. Man. So we'll probably be talking about that on next week's episode. Here's the thing. Like, I'm so excited <laughs> that you're excited. You're as excited as me about these because I love these movies. But I here's oh, what yeah. I don't want. I mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this to be centered around the humans. Because I feel like they could go that route. The same way that that the first Godzilla movie did, where we only yes. see these uh, titans fighting like off in the distance or uh, bare, like through a through a window or whatever it was, they've learned their lesson. Okay, from that movie, you know why I know that because the humans in Godzilla: King of the Monsters have the absolute dumbest plot I've ever seen. <laughs> And I was able to completely divorce myself from what the humans were doing because everything they did was designed to get you to more kaiju <laughs> Right, I guess you're right. <laughs> Even the little machine summoned monsters. Like, wheel, 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 wheel. Oh, here come the monsters now. Yeah. Me, if it's me sitting in the submarine behind that machine, I was like, why do you have that and why is it on? <laughs> <laughs> you literally summoned the most... Mm-hmm. giant monsters to our location. Right. <laughs> oh, but... And then, uh... Um, <laughs> was it Ken Watanabe? His character is is like... <laughs> no, but they must fight. Godzilla's a protector. And I was like, do you know that, though? <laughs> do you know do you Godzilla's know? a protector? Do you know? Or does Godzilla like to fight things that he can fight? <laughs> Does Godzilla care that you were there? No, he doesn't. I do not think so, sir. <laughs> I would counter-argument. He's not a protector. Uh, you were carrying a walking nuclear weapon around. It's it's literally <laughs> like you woke up the mm-hmm. king of fighters, not the protector. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all it is. He's not... Pre- San Francisco is 
devastating. <laughs> <laughs> he only lives to fight things his size. And that's cool. I'm down Me with too. you. But if I live in that universe, I'm also like, please don't do this. And the bad guys are no better because the bad guys are like, heck yeah, we want to see these guys fight like all the time until everybody's dead. And you're like, you know what? But you're like one of us people. <laughs> that would be like me getting it like, I'm just trying to see them fight, bro. I'm just trying. That's it. I just want to see them fight. <laughs> yo, yo, that volcano has Rodan in it. Yo, let's go wake up Rodan right now. Yes. Do you think Rodan is big enough that Godzilla can ride him? I don't know. But I want to see. <laughs> I got this machine, right? It goes wum, wum, wum. We finna find yeah. out. <laughs> Meanwhile, my house is at the bottom of the volcano. And I was like, hey, excuse me. I The neighborhood watch and I got together and we thought, maybe don't wake up Rodan. <laughs> maybe don't. That live here. Yeah. Please. Please. God. Oh, I'll pay man. you. I'll pay you not to wake up Rodan. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you're right. Like, that second one, it was pretty awesome. I even liked Mothra, who I always, you know, it's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. But she, it looked really cool in that second right. one. So I'm, I'm definitely right. looking forward to uh, that, that fight with Kong, who, mm-hmm. who also we're not calling King Kong right now. Right. Because he's not a king. Right. Not yet. Right. As far as we can tell, the person with the title of king is Godzilla. Mm-hmm. All the other monsters at the end of that movie were kneeling to him. And my theory is Kong has beef. Mm. He's like, how dare you? Mm. I am king. Let me let me get off of Skull Island and, uh, you know, square up in New York. Let's go. How close did you look <laughs> at that trailer? Pretty close. Did you watch it again? Uh, I didn't because... I literally did not think there was anything else in the trailer that mattered, and I didn't want to go frame by frame. Sure, sure. For the Godzilla Kong thing, yeah. so we'll we'll get another trailer. I'm yeah. sure, uh, you know, dude from Friday Night Lights will still have that machine, and he somehow <laughs> teleports King Kong to right. New York City. See, that's that's kind of what I think. Like they're just gonna bring him. Yeah, they've specifically stayed away from New York in all these movies too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they got to square up in New York. Also, so that you know, King Kong can like do a, a Rey Mysterio six one nine off the Empire off the State. Empire State. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a six like one just... nine. <laughs> <laughs> tell uh, tell tell me that movie wouldn't be movie of the year if King Kong did a six one nine off of the Empire. <laughs> like, like he 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 rotated around the Empire State Building, hit a six one nine. We might get it, then, man. We might get it. Then climbs to the top of the Empire State Building and like does the Randy Savage elbow <laughs> off the top. A leg drop. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> back out. Jim Ross is like there. <laughs> back out. <laughs> oh, his broken Kong back. killed him. Kong killed him. <laughs> Broke him in damn half. Oh my gosh! Not Jim Ross. <laughs> you gotta have Jim Ross. Uh, that's the only. That's the only guy I trust on commentary. To, to commentate. Uh, oh man. Maybe Tony Schiavone too. I don't know. We'll see. Oh my God, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. 
man. Let's move on. There was another thing that was in the teaser. Like I said, uh-huh. I literally didn't pay attention to it. But uh, they uh, there was some... And I, I'm sorry, they also released some screenshots of this later. Yeah. Uh, but there was some information about uh, the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. So, I know you saw some of the screenshots. You guys can look them up if you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like they're going for definitely a grittier type feel. Um, they've already mentioned that they're including fatalities. It's rated R. It's going to be tons of blood and gore and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I don't know, Steve. What what kind of vibe are you getting? Uh, I'm getting CW Arrow vibes from this bad boy. Wow, <laughs> I really shot though. Not feeling it. You know, Mortal Kombat for over a decade. It's almost mm-hmm. two decades now. I guess it might be. Yeah, I guess it might be. Has been over two decades. Has been very dark and atmospheric. This does not look like that. Well, to be fair, though, we haven't seen an actual trailer. And we haven't we seen, like, know. the final product. I know sometimes we get those early those those early pictures in the in the early yeah. video that doesn't have all of the all of the CG put in and things like that. But even even that CG ice from Sub-Zero suspect. Is it? It is. I don't know. I, I man, I don't know. I, look, I think you're hating. Uh, <laughs> I'm not because I want it to be good. I wanted to. I wanted to do well. I wanted to be good, and I want to get some good sequels. Let, it be so. let me tell you what is good, though. <laughs> okay. Kung Lao. Yes, that hat. Yeah. Nail the Kung Lao hat. I can see the blade on the edge <laughs> on the rim of the hat. Kung Lao. I'm good. I'm solid. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like we're gonna okay. get a little backstory with Sub Zero and Scorpion too. Mm-hmm. Just from that one still. Just from the one. Yes. Yeah. And then there's Jax. Oh boy! See, that's uh, what—that's one of the ones that got me. I just—I'm just not feeling that. That yeah, Shang Tsung, I'm just not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how? Jax okay, is... okay. Picture this, right? Okay. So we have this Jax, right? Uh-huh. That is subpar, I would say. I mean, it—it—it—it it, it looks slapped together. And then you know that meme that you sent me with Steve Harvey's face on him. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> Steve Harvey Jacks hashtag Steve Harvey Jacks. <laughs> uh, ch- tell me what Agoro is going to look like in this. Well, uh, I mean, no. we haven't seen any of the supernatural creatures no. yet in no in this universe. You're going off a couple screenshots. I man. am, I man. Know. I'm. J- I... I got a lot of hope. Maybe it's the nostalgia for my love of the original Mortal Kombat still yeah, holds up. Still does. But well, that's because it 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 is one of the like a remake of one of the best martial arts movies ever, Enter the Dragon, and it's yeah. pretty much the same story. So let me quick take, quick hot take for you: What's a better movie, Mortal Kombat or Cars? Oh, definitely Mortal Kombat. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> despite the quality of. Cars and the Pixar. Oh, and all I mean that—that's not even—that's not even close. I thought you would come with something okay. close. I got into a heated debate with somebody about Mortal Kombat being a better movie than Cars, and he said that Cars was a better movie technically, and it told a better story and all this stuff. And I said maybe that's true. I disagree. But with entertainment that. value, mm-hmm. entertainment value, 
Mortal Kombat heads and toes above it. Yeah, I I remember seeing the original Mortal Kombat in the theater, and then only wanting. And at the time, I actually when it came out on video, I worked for mm-hmm. Blockbuster, and mm-hmm. I bought it on VHS. And mm-hmm. man, I can't tell you how many times I watched that movie. I also saw it in the theater, probably way before I was supposed to, and. I just remember, I wish I could remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Shang Tsung, mm. his face is burned into my skull. It's like, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> All his face wrinkles, I was 100% here for it. You know, I so. feel like that movie also came out late summer, when where kind of movies go to die, but then every once yeah. in a while you get this sleeper hit, and I feel like it that was the like one. It feels like an August movie, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think I feel like it was, and I feel like just everybody got on board with it. I don't remember. I, I'd have to look it up, but I don't because I don't remember the exactly when that came out. But I think it was. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, we're looking forward to the new Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna let, not gonna let you hate on it yet. No, I'm not. And look, and look, this comes out in March. <laughs> yeah. And here's my question very to soon. you, right? Mm-hmm. So we're getting teaser trailers for movies mm-hmm. coming out uh, the end of next year. Like the yes. Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yes. We have movies coming out next month, the month after. Nary a trailer, nary a teaser. What what is happening? <laughs> yeah. it, do you think that uh, they do that because these movies were delayed and maybe, maybe subpar? Because I do remember in 2009 when we had that writer's strike. Mm-hmm. This kind of the same thing kind of happened, and we talked about that just you and I then. And then we got all these garbage movies that were half done and rewritten <laughs> halfway through, uh, just like Revenge of the Fallen. Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. How many writers did that thing have? That was like seven different not movies. Enough. But yeah. I'm hoping that that's not what's happening here. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what's happening here. This uh, Warner Brothers, HBO Max, all our movies are coming next year. It, it was a last-minute move made by their CEO or, or by some people and approved. And these movies are coming out, and they don't even have trailers for them. So they're getting some trailer team together to, oh, hurry up and get this one mm. together. Oh, hurry up and get... I feel sorry for the trailer people because they got to get, like, a new thing going for all t- <laughs> all of these movies that are coming out. Here's a trailer. Here's a trailer. Here's a trailer. <laughs> well, let me tell you, since you brought that up, because of this rushed trailer thing, does our yeah. rule, will our rule still stand? And for those of yes. you who don't know, LT and I have a ruler, a rule of the first trailer. Yep. If the first trailer is underwhelming or sucks, it, not too many high hopes no. for that movie. Now, there are some exceptions uh, I can't name off the top of my head. You know any of the ones that sure. maybe... Uh, the exceptions... I can't think yeah. of the exceptions. I think we've been right most of the time. Yeah. Like our initial feeling about from the trailer of that movie kind of carried over to the actual feeling when we saw the movie. For over a decade, like, son, we've been doing this. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's never failed me. No. <laughs> unless unless it did and I just don't remember. But of the times I remember it never fails me. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the next story. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. move on, because it's more HBO Max news. Good Lord. Uh, Zack Snyder has confirmed that Justice League will be a four-hour mm. movie and not a miniseries. 
What do you think about that? I I watched the Justice League in the theater. Never watched it again. <laughs> that, I mean, That's a little harsh. I, but I haven't. I just haven't. Yeah. I mean, I it, yeah. I, now, don't get me wrong. I like I like some of the uh, DC movies that uh, mm-hmm. that we've got, like Aquaman, and I liked the first Wonder Woman. The second Wonder Woman wasn't complete garbage. Like there were some redeeming factors there. Uh, I thought some of it was at least funny, and you know, I could I could probably actually rewatch that too. But the Justice League movie, I I'll tell you, man, I just never went back because. I I didn't feel it, just didn't feel it. And but maybe maybe this Zack Snyder cut will help that. Well, that's the hope, right? Like we're hoping that this thing is a movie that we've already seen. This extended cut is going to reframe and re um, reposition the movie in a such a way that it actually does make it a lot yeah. a lot better. Now, four hours feels a little bit overindulgent to me. Uh, both because you're filming entirely new scenes that, you know, you're not using original data, stuff that was left on the, on the cutting room floor. You're filming entirely new scenes, uh, from some wild and crazy original rough draft of a script. Right. You know, you're throwing everything at this movie. And then the other point is, I don't even know how much they're committing to this, you know, this form of the franchise moving forward because... You know, we know that they're moving more into like the solo movies and some of the multiversal movies. And the in the universe is split. Yeah. Uh, we don't even know which of these actors or or whoever is even coming back for these movies. They've already removed Ray Fisher from the Fat Flash uh, with that whole drama and stuff that's going on. So it, it's like. What are we talking about? What does this mean? Does this mean it has a future? Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to keep teasing stuff? Or is this just to get it out of the system so that the fans will basically shut up about the Zack Snyder cut and they can finally move on to new projects? I think, it's, I think it would benefit them to release the Zack Snyder cut so we're not talking mm-hmm. about it anymore. Like, you yes. should have done it. You should have done it. Well, that's what they're doing. No regrets. Right? Just let's go. That's that's essentially what they're doing. I'm also curious uh, to see exactly what the Joss Whedon things are and what the the Zack Snyder things are. And will it mesh? There were some. That's the. That's my thing. Like, is this going to even go together? Will this make any sense? Yeah, there there were some definitely definitely some Whedon esque things uh, that seemed like they were <laughs> popping up in the Justice League movie. The thing I think I pointed out to you before was. That you know, I just wa- rewatched Age of Ultron too, so I saw this happen. But both of those movies, Age of Ultron and Justice League, both have a scene where a guy falls into like uh, w- both a guy and a woman fall down, and the guy falls with his face into like the woman's breast area, and then he looks up and he's like, "Oh no, I I did that." And this is like, oh, that's a very specific thing. Did you very specifically put that into? Kind of weird, uh, right? It's just it's a little weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a little I get weird. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I. Okay. So here's what I'm worried about. I didn't feel like knowing that what what Snyder's putting back in here. I didn't feel mm. like there was a place to put Martian Manhunter or Dark Side. 
Is it just going to feel thrown in? Uh, It is. (laughs) Um, Well, no. (laughs) Well, it it is because you again you don't know what's leading to that. If this stuff doesn't actually benefit the story, then I don't really see what the purpose is. But at the same time, you see this happen. I think Zack Snyder is the most director's cut movie director of all time. Uh Because how many really? director's cut does he get? Think about it. Oh. Batman versus Superman, yeah. director's cut. Watchmen, director's cut. Even Dawn of the Dead had a director's cut. Listen, I don't even I don't even want to say this, but I'm gonna say it. Okay. I don't want to compare the two things, but you said this feels indulgent. I think so too. And it's yeah. very reminiscent for me of what George Lucas did to the original Star Wars trilogy. He added stuff in because he f- he had feelings. And yeah. I wish I could have done this then. And I wish I could have yep. done this. And yep. technology is to where it is now, so I can do this. We did not need it. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still curious to see where he goes. I will sit down and watch all four hours mm. of this thing. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't. I, mean, I there's no way that I couldn't. We, how? When did? When did? Uh, when did this come out? Was it 2016? Uh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was 2016. So we have been talking about this Snyder War. Cut for almost five years. I need to see it. Yeah. At this point, we just need to see yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully it's coming very, very soon, and we can finally put this to bed and figure out what this thing exactly is. Do we have a release date for that? Have you seen anything? No. No, I haven't released anything officially yet. But Zack Snyder says it's coming within the first couple of months of 2021, Mm. so I expect it very, very soon. Cool. We've gotten like 12 trailers for it. (laughs) We really have. (laughs) 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 But here's my thing, man. Here's what I can't wrap my head around, right? They're pushing this Robert Pattinson movie that is very dark and mm-hmm. violent. I do. Why, why do we need this? Why do we need this Justice League movie? We've already. We're, we're already moving forward. Because there is a contingent of the fan base that has been demanding this ugh. quote unquote Snyder cut. Well, it's not ugh, because <laughs> there are people that rightly feel that yeah. he didn't get his vision onto the screen. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with people fighting for a creative to get their actual vision on the screen. The problem, though, is, you know, if you look into the franchising and all this other stuff, you know, depending on the success or the failure of this, this could derail, you know, whatever their plans are for the universe going forward. Mm -hmm. So we'll just have to see. Wonder Woman didn't derail it. All right. I don't think Wonder Woman derailed it because they, like,. (laughs) That weekend, they signed uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot for Gal Gadot for, uh, for Wonder Woman three. Mm-hmm. So, full steam ahead. They're like, ah, that one didn't work out. <laughs> 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 They're like, well, you know, everybody's, you know, people got bad sequels. You know, you, that that's your uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's your Iron Man too. Yeah, I guess it is. All right, <laughs> <laughs> well put. All right, uh, so. Our last story before we get into our main topic is that there is some rumors going around, and uh, I forget exactly who confirmed this, but uh, it was saying that Chris Evans is likely back 
in some form or fashion with Marvel in the role of Captain America, yeah. both for an upcoming movie and for another Marvel side project. Now, to, to also kind of put water on it, later that night, Chris Evans, when the news released, he also put up and said, well, that's news to me, right? With like the, the shaky head emoji or the, mm-hmm. the emoji. Shoulder and, shrug. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, and then... And then... He went on to like uh, a lot of comments about him returning to the Marvel Universe as Captain America. Yeah. So... Look, he's been doing this for well over 10 years now. He knows what the Marvel secrecy process is. He also knows how to get the fans hype without letting like the hands slip or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he could be playing us, or he could be legit and like, hey, people really want to see me come back as Cap. It would be nice, but I'm actually not doing that. I, I don't know exactly, but I, I think it's worth talking about. Yeah. Likely because of the response from him, right? Yeah. And I don't remember seeing Feige come out and actually discredit anything. No. But at the same time, he doesn't discredit a lot because if it is a misdirection, he'll let it go with misdirection. Right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So, <clears throat> with him coming back, obviously that that Avengers as we know it has wrapped up. Where do yeah. you see this Captain America moving forward? He can pop in in something like a... I would love to see him show up in Secret Invasion, possibly. Uh, he could... Scroll cap? You could do... You could do scroll cap. Uh, you could do some other like side stories. I, I frankly... I really feel like he would be in that What If show doing his voice. Mm. <clears throat> um, but... Yeah. Yeah, as far as the official pro, he could also be a multiverse of madness as some alt universe Captain America yeah. or something. Tons of tons of different options, and then for a future Marvel project, I've said this before, but I would love somewhere down the line, uh, you know, in Avengers, you know, seven or something, like a, a giant portal from the past opens up and him. And Tony Stark walk through it, and it's like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> and then the ass kicking commences. Yes, <laughs> Cap's still holding Mjolnir. It's just badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I feel like they have a lot of different. I mean, they could even go like the high school PSA route. Yeah, that's true. They can. They can uh, go back and just film. 200 more cat PSAs <laughs> to, to pepper throughout the universe. <laughs> so you've just met a girl you like. <laughs> so your body's changing. <laughs> so you need to know how to drive. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. Well, whatever it is, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good too. You know, I think I'm good with do you too. feel like you have a certain level of trust for what Marvel does and what they put out? I do. I will never give them 100% trust because the last time I did that, it was Christopher Nolan in The Dark Knight Rises, oh, and that did not work out well for me. You did. I remember that. I said, literally, I said Christopher Nolan can do no wrong, mm-hmm. and he literally did wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he broke your back like Bane did Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, rem- so I remember talking to you home. because I didn't see that on opening night. I saw it, I think, on oh. Sunday. And oh. I talked to you on Saturday morning, he, and you were so calm. And I'm like, oh, man, this movie was either great or it was terrible. I drove back. When I left Dark Knight Rises, I was so angry. Uh, I was by myself in my car. It was 2.30 a.m. Because, you know, we went yeah. to the midnight showing. And I'm in my car yelling at nobody. <laughs> Why would you? His name is not Robin. His name is Dick Grayson. Right. You can't make the cop. Ro- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Listen, the only time I saw Rides was in the theater that weekend. And I forgot oh. that JGL was in it as Robin. <laughs> and I remember how furious that made you. <laughs> it's the only time to this day I regret not walking out of the movie. I should have walked out the movie as soon as that lady called him Robin. You would have walked out like, on that? No, I would have walked out on that. Have you that. ever walked out? I walked out? I never walked out of a movie. Uh, well, ironically, the only movie I've ever walked out of was Batman and Robin. And I said, if I hear one more one-liner, we mm-hmm. are out of here. Sure <laughs> enough, here comes Arnold Schwarzenegger with something stupid to say. I don't remember what it was now, but we got up and left. As a kid, I you know it was I was I was a little kid when that came out. Uh, that that movie was candy and. Uh, sugar to my brain, so mm-hmm. it was, oh, no. you know, oh, I'll take it. I was probably yeah, was... I was at least twenty one <laughs> when that movie came out, and I was yeah, done. That's, yeah, done. I would have. That's funny. We both would have walked out of Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I hesitate to call Rise as a Batman movie, Ooh. but that's. Let me move on. Let me move on before I start going yeah. on that tangent. Yeah, man. <laughs> so anyway. That was our main news stories. Let's get into the main subject, all right? We had a big drop last week, okay? Huge drop. Whoa. The first two episodes of WandaVision came out on Disney+. Plus. So, guys, before we move forward, this is going to be a spoiler discussion for the first two episodes. Please skip through this or pause this uh, until you've had a chance to watch it. Or if you don't want to be spoiled, do not listen to... Uh, the remainder of this episode. Yeah, we don't want to mess this up for anyone. Believe me. No, no. And not like spoilers are really going to mess up what's happening, especially in these first two episodes, but we definitely, uh, if you haven't given it a shot, we want you to be pleasantly surprised by what you see when you watch this show. But, Steve, what do you... uh, So what are you thinking? Uh, Initial thoughts, first two episodes. Uh, Not like anything I've seen, and like things I've seen. Does that, if that makes yeah. sense to you, uh, one of the big things that they did in these first two episodes was take uh, sitcoms from the 50s and 60s and just give us everything that was familiar about those sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, inside of those two black and white filmed in front of a studio audience sitcoms that we got, we got some crazy shit. I will say that. And it's just yes, bonkers because of... Uh, we have no idea where this is going. We just know that there's something terrible happening, and it really hooked me first episode. Now, 
<clears throat> something that happened in these first two episodes, callbacks from 50s and 60s uh, sitcoms. And yeah. I remember staying home from school, you know, faking sick or actually being sick, watching TV shows like Gilligan's Island or uh, Bewitched. I dream of Jeannie. Nick at night, baby. Yeah, Nick at night. Right. <laughs> Nick at night, too. Exactly. Dick Van Dyke show on Nick at night. How many times yep. did you fall asleep watching that? A lot of times. Yeah, and they than. did it so well. <laughs> to to Down to the ottoman. Mm-hmm. And some of the special effects in these episodes were on point from those 50s and 60s. So, yep. um... Yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it. Not, I can't wait to yeah. see where it goes. Can't wait for that next episode. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it, too. And just to kind of get into, like, you know, what's going on in these two episodes. Uh, with the first episode, it just drops you right into the universe. It's definitely more Dick Van Dyke show themed. You know, it's got kind of the, you know, Susie Homemaker. Everything's interior mm-hmm. with the, you know... They're, they're staying predominantly in the house. I think Vision goes to his quote-unquote workplace, but he's like, I don't know what I do here. And they're like, well, you do. You do your job. And he's like, but what do we do? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> we count the numbers or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, episode two is definitely more favoring Bewitched. And uh, I love the practicality that they do, uh, like, the, their powers and their, their stuff like that with. Um, they really just kind of lean into um, trying to keep these as authentic with things as possible, but then they also start peppering in these pieces of the mystery, like how did they get here, what is happening, why are they in a 50s and a 60s TV show, you know, they really start kind of playing into that, it's super, super interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, before we start talking about some of those uh, things that happen in the show, some of those things that aren't of Bewitched of the Dick Van Dyke show. I did want to let you know that uh, one of our listeners, her name is Ashley, asked... Uh, what up, Ashley? Asked a few questions, and I would love for you to answer them. Oh, okay. All right, so some of the things that happened in the first few episodes of WandaVision, we got, mm-hmm. uh, again, this is filmed completely in black and white, Right. And fruit of a studio audience. And then all of a sudden, color. There was a there was a helicopter that Wanda found in the bushes. What yes. what do you think that means? So uh the helicopter, uh one, it was it was definitely in the red and gold, so it was like Iron Man's colors. I don't know the significance of that yet, but the helicopter also has swords logo on it. And sword uh, in, in Marvel Comics, is kind of like um, the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? So they are still from, still from Earth. Uh, you know, it's still humans. It's still a government agency. But they monitor threats that are off-world or, you know, that something that might be a threat to Earth, like an asteroid or an alien coming in or something like that. They're there to handle those kind of situations. So that... Sword logo being on the helicopter indicates maybe that agency is set up now, and they're the ones investigating whatever ha- whatever is happening with Wanda. And I think that helicopter could have been maybe like a real helicopter. Somehow it got trapped in, in whatever's going on with Wanda here, 
and it ended up in those bushes as kind of an indicator. Hey, this thing is happening. You know, try to figure out, you know, what this is. Mm-hmm. So, very interesting. Um, the other question was about the beekeeper. Yeah. So, again, it's one of those things. You don't know the significance of the beekeeper yet. Um, a couple of things that comes to mind is maybe it's not necessarily an actual beekeeper. Maybe it's just someone in, like, a hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. And when they get into Wanda's, like, world, they're being perceived as, like, a beekeeper with bees flying around. Uh, the other thing that kind of stands out to me is uh, perhaps they're sort of linked up with AIM. Uh, you guys might remember AIM, the organization from Iron Man 3. Uh, but in the comics, AIM is a evil science... Uh, it's a group of evil scientists. Um and all of their henchmen dress up in these yellow kind of beekeeper outfits uh, as, like, the Avengers just, like, wreck their whole, you know, st- stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, I mean, there so was they, a lot in there, right? Yeah, uh, I think, they could be alluding to AIM. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's just so much there. We can't even begin yeah. to understand. Now, I'll tell you some of the standouts here. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. Oh, Deborah Joe Rupp, Cla- like bringing those those that seventy show sensibilities. I forgot how much I enjoyed her as an actress <laughs> right. on that show. And she did, and she played the it literally not a different character. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's literally the same character, and she did it very well. Yeah. Very well. She was Mrs. Foreman, exactly. And um, what's her name? Next door neighbor. Catherine Han. Catherine Han as Agnes. Oh my gosh. Oh. You want to talk about somebody that's absolutely killing it? I'll give equal props. Actually, I'll give equal props to Catherine Han and Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany thinks I think he's having the time of his life, but Catherine Han, she just like she's on like a whole different level, I think. Cause, you know, she she's doing the motion. She's oh, it's gonna be a guess. <laughs> you know, she's She's so extra yes. that it loops right around, and it's just like, she feels like the most natural thing in the <laughs> She really does, right? <laughs> uh, she feels like that nosy neighbor from Bewitched or I Dream of Jeannie. It, it, she's really doing it well. And I don't feel oh, like it's going to so stop. I don't know if you've seen any stills from future episodes. She, she's mm-hmm. going to be a standout here. I really feel like that. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, but going back to some of the things that, that stood out to me, um, they're also doing fake commercials in the show. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Um, the fake commercials definitely seem like they're leading up to something. Uh, so in episode one, there was a toaster commercial. Mm-hmm. And when they when they turn on the toaster, it very clearly has Iron Man's like arc reactor sound. Like the... And then something very interesting happens. Like, they're just talking about the toaster. It says Stark Industries on the toaster, but it also has a red blinking light that's just like beep, 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 and it just, like, slowly gets louder and louder. Yeah, and they're zooming in after, on it. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. After rewatching Age of Ultron, I came up with a theory, and this might just be limited to me, I don't know, but it just kind of reminds me of the story that Wanda and Pietro told in Age of Ultron, that 
when they were kids, a Stark missile crashed into their house and they were stuck there for three days waiting for it to explode. And all they saw was like the Stark logo on the side of the missile and they're just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. It's just like maybe it has some kind of ticking timer or it was beeping the whole time. Uh, It just kind of, it, it might be just like a really cool, subtle nod to like that, again, very traumatic event in Wanda's life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then episode two had a commercial that was like a watch commercial yeah. and it said Strucker on the watch <laughs> and it had the Hydra logo, which again, you know, Baron Strucker used Loki's staff to give Wanda and Pietro their powers. So it's very likely that these are small hints to her past and some of the things that they've been kind of going through uh, leading up to where they are now. Because obviously Wanda's experienced a ton of trauma. Right. Now there were, let me tell you, there were hidden Easter eggs throughout both episodes. Uh, one yes. of those being the Grim Reaper's helmet in that short animated intro. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, for for anybody that doesn't know who the Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper is, he's a longtime uh, Avengers villain. Uh, literally dresses up kind of like a Grim Reaper. He's got a weird helmet and a big scythe hand. Um, and he's the brother of Simon Williams, who is Wonder Man um, in the comics. And I think there was a Vision comic where Vision tried to start his own family in this kind of 1950s style. And uh, it had an ominous tone to that, too, because Vision's wife in that comic was confronted by Grim Reaper, and she murders him and then buries him in their backyard and doesn't tell Vision. Right. Right. Which is... So, it, I, I, I hope... It'd be nice if we saw somebody like Grim Reaper showed up, but uh, I think it's more likely that it was just kind of a fun little nod. Yeah, I, I, but I think we're going to see a lot of that. I really do. I mean, just those, yeah. just those callbacks, or uh, like with the with the watch commercial. I'm looking forward to the next commercial. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at the end of the second episode, craziness, Wanda's pregnant, and yeah. everything's in color. Yeah, and you see the colors slowly kind of come yeah. in. Um, and one thing I just want to recommend, guys, do not go on IMDb and look up any of these actors or actresses um, because it may be a spoiler for who they are later in the show or even later in the MCU. Uh, Just kind of enjoy the ride. I believe it's nine episodes. Um, You know, just enjoy the ride. And the other thing I'd say is um, if you weren't really feeling the first two episodes, I think it's a good idea to go ahead and give this third episode a shot because uh, from what I've heard from various people that have reviewed it, the reviewers got the first three episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them said that while the first two episodes are a lot of setup and a lot of, you know, just kind of establishing this is where they are and just kind of peppering in stuff, um, it was strongly indicated that the third episode is really where they start ramping up the mystery and and some of the hijinks of the show overall. So I would totally keep an eye out for this upcoming episode uh, for for, uh, something to kind of dive you more into what is going on. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely looking forward to that tomorrow morning before I go to work, so I don't catch any spoilers throughout the day from y'all knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to find a way. I, I think somehow, because. Part of me wants to watch it after work, but at the same time, I really... I can't stay off Twitter, I, I man. That's before. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be tough. Oh, man. Um, so, if you had to give, a, give it a rating, just these first two mm-hmm. episodes, just your initial feeling, what what do you think you would land? Um. Definitely, definitely Demolition Man. Uh, I don't think that we've seen anything that would make it uh video game windscreen quite yet mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh I, I i know that we're building towards something but those first two episodes definitely dem- demolition man it has the potential to be video game windscreen like really excellent but for now i love where it started yeah. Uh, these first two episodes breezed right by. I'm totally comfortable with giving it a Demolition Man yeah. and just being like, I could rewatch those two episodes right now and just enjoy them themselves as a sitcom without any Easter eggs or setup. It was just a fun time, and honestly, the the kind of ominous background tone, yes. especially what happened in that first episode yes. when the guy is like choking and nobody can save him. Yeah. Until Wanda gives them permission yes. to. Yes. And Deborah like Joe Rupp's character, little... just creepy. Yeah. Yes. That single tear, the single tear. Man. It's just like the perfect peppering onto all the comedy. Man, that gave me happening. chills. That, I'm going to have to watch that again. That was so good. It's the perfect peppering of creepy that needed to go onto that delicious little Sunday. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm down. I'm so down. And then the radio talking to her after. Oh my gosh, that is just. Oh yeah, Wanda. Wanda is who is doing this to you now? A couple theories on that front. Yes, please. A couple theories, because um, they said, "Is anyone doing this to you?" We don't know if Wanda is controlling everything or if she's having a psychic break and she's kind of inadvertently making all this happen. There's also the possibility that an outside force could be making this happen someone like a mephisto who's like the marvel universe version of the devil who just kind of manipulates and lies and and kind of forces people into these situations but i think it's a higher likelihood if someone is manipulating things that it is um the the villain nightmare who is someone that comes in and he manipulates dreams uh, you know, obviously his name is Nightmare. He invokes these nightmares. He invokes these kind of feeling. He takes away your power this way. Um, it's been heavily rumored, especially when Doc- Scott Derrickson was still attached, that Doctor Strange Two was going to have Nightmare as a villain because he wanted we that. No, Wanda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he really wanted exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he. That was the the character he was pitching the most. Matter of fact, I think he was pitching for Nightmare in the first Doctor Strange but then decided it wasn't time for that and that he would save it for the sequel. So it's very, very likely also that if an outside force is doing this, that Nightmare is the one possibly uh, assisting with pulling the strings. I, th- I still think Wanda's powers are in control, Yeah, but someone else could be tricking her mind into going through this and, and living this whole situation out. See, I, I, I'm going to take a different route. Uh, I th- I know that that's the kind of the general consensus of what's happening, mm-hmm. but I like to think that 
Endgame destroyed Wanda. And that she is the actual villain and nobody's making her do this. That she's trying to hold on to something that she wanted and is causing chaos in the real world because of it. Yeah. Yeah. They could turn Wanda into a full-on villain, which would be an interesting spin, especially if you turn around and make Wanda the villain. Oh, excuse me. The villain of Multiverse of Madness. Right. Like, if she comes in and she goes full-on, you know, psychic break, chaos magics, reality magics, like, let's shatter this universe, mm-hmm. that's totally on the table, and I could see that happening as well. Uh, and it could just be that she can't control her, her newfound powers after the snap. Possibility, but I think there's a level of control because... One when the beekeeper showed up, she just was like, "No, no, yeah," and that thing just went gone. So. Yeah, yeah, and then even Super inside positive. of, yeah, uh, let's go back to that boss real quick, really quickly. Yeah. What was really happening to him, and why did she have to give permission to save him? I think all these yeah. questions are going to be answered. I just want to put them out there. I just think it's a cool yeah. thing that we we're going to see. Yeah, it did have an element of, like, he was being force choked right mm-hmm. there, didn't it? Like, yeah. I don't remember seeing him put food in his mouth. He might have been, but suddenly he's just like, <laughs> yeah. and everybody else is just sitting there. And it's like, Wanda, Wanda, please. And then she said, oh, uh, Vision, help. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it indicates that these people are real. They're just caught in this whole yeah. genjutsu type deal. Uh, but, you know, it's creepy. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And. I'm digging it. Like I said, I'm down. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I believe that is our show for the, for the time being. Um, let us know what you think about WandaVision. Let us know what you think about any of this stuff. Uh, you know, what, where you feel Godzilla and Kong is going or, or Mortal Kombat if you uh, hate Steve's hot take feel free to let us know please let us know uh, <laughs> I love it I love that <laughs> and look you uh, you guys have been fantastic uh, yeah. I, I love hearing your thoughts and what you want to hear about and and all of yeah. that I, I, I love it I love it so please keep it up Please keep letting us know what you want us to talk about on this show, and we will try to fit it in here. But for now, guys, please also hit us up on our social medias. Mine is on Twitter, LT the Fifth. That's L T T H A F I F T H. Steve, what's your deets? What's our deets? So, Nerd Smash underscore TC on Twitter, and you can reach me directly at, at Steve L Dub on Twitter. And Instagram. Um, I, I, would, I think we need to talk about some of those Mortal Kombat screenshots. So I'm going <laughs> to put them up and I want y'all to see. I, I need people to see what I see. Okay. I don't think they will because I think you're a hater. <laughs> I don't know. But that's been firmly established in the Nerd Smash talk. <laughs> they don't see what I see. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They really don't. <laughs> Not at all. 
Guys, please be sure to like, rate us, and subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to us through. Uh, you know, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know truthfully what you think about the show. But for now, guys, that is our show. Thank you again so much for listening to us and, and giving us a chance. Be sure to share us with your friends and family and maybe even some of the people you hate. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't care. Anyway, that's our time. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, 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 holla. holla.